0: To the Chicago 15, slot right, single receiver, Hester to the left, press coverage, snap, Tahiti throws it over the middle, and it intercepted, intercepted, BJ in the end zone, for the Wisconsin Sports Trilogy presents the Packers Trilogy Podcast. Hey, oh Packer fans, what's going on? Welcome to the Packers Trilogy Podcast presented by the Wisconsin Sports Trilogy, the podcast for die hard Packer fans by die hard Packer fans. I am your host Trevor. You can find me on Twitter at Bender underscore Trevor. And as always, you can find the Twitter on Facebook the Twitter. You can find the podcast on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at trilogy underscore pod. We are back. And we are back with a very, very exciting win. Um it was a busy Thanksgiving weekend for me. Well, like from Thursday on, it was pretty busy. Um so I'm hopping on recording this on Monday for a Tuesday show. But exciting stuff i was able to watch the game a couple more times um on nfl plus i was able to watch it through and kind of just go through obviously during the game i am very emotional and i don't always remember things and all that kind of stuff um you know forget the order of something happening you know when a drop was when a misthrow was you know when a key penalty happened or whatever the case is um and then when i go through and watch again you know the second and or third time, depending on how many times I feel like I need to watch it. um, Then, you know, I'm able to, to talk about those things a little bit better and remember, remember when those certain plays happen. So obviously Packers get a big win 29, 22 over the NFC North leading Detroit lions uh, bumps up the Packers to five and six and the Lions then dropped to 8-3 and three on the year. Jordan Love looked very good in this game. Two, 22 for 32 for 268 and three touchdowns. And I'll get to it in just a minute, but there was, you know, two or three plays that if they hit for the Packers, he's got um, four or five touchdowns and, you know, three, 350 probably in terms of yardage. Um, so just just barely off of just an absolutely incredible game and it was it was a great game nonetheless, even with those couple plays not quite going our way. Uh, 22 of 32 is 68.75 percent for his completion percentage. Um, so a little bit better there. Um, like I said, 268 yards, 8.4 yard average, like I said, three touchdowns. A QBR of 90.5, a passer rating of 125.5. His best game of his career, I think. Um, I think the the yards obviously were a little bit better in the Chargers game, but this not not only the stats because he didn't get quite as many yards, but he just looked in complete control of this game, um, and in complete control of this offense, which was very very exciting to see, and he looked so good doing it. Um, leading rusher was A.J. Dillon Not a very good average Like it has been in the past few weeks But effective enough He was more effective again in the passing game He had 14 carries for 43 yards Your leading receiver finally is Christian Watson Five receptions, 94 yards um, And we'll go through more of the stats But then obviously defensively Two big time performances Jonathan Owens Like I'm watching it live I thought he was having a good game watching it back. I just noticed how much he was in there making the play. And it wasn't like Darnell Savage making the play eight yards downfield. Cause that's when Darnell Savage fits the run, right? Um, no, it was more like he was coming up and trying to make a hit at three or four yards. And he was trying to fill very fast and heavy downhill. Um, and then obviously the, the fumble six, he didn't really do much on that other than pick it up and run. And there was no one in his way to do so. Um, Obviously, Rashawn Gary had a big part in that one, but I just thought Jonathan Owens had a really good game. He read a little bubble screen type thing to Amon Ross St. Brown for a tackle for loss. He just looked really, really good um, live, but then on rewatch, he looked a little bit better even than I thought watching him live, and then Rashawn Gary was just incredible, Um, and Matt LaFleur mentioned it in the postgame that you know a little over a year after he tore his acl um and on the same field he just came out and had an absolutely phenomenal game and that was great 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 to see from him so let's go through let's talk about this game obviously the packers jump out to a big lead early the the first drive was so much fun um so we get the play action shot play to christian watson for 53 yards yes it was underthrown um, But I just think it was one of those things that, what, and I actually watched it on the quarterback school from JT O'Sullivan. He made a good point about this throw. All that happened was the timing was off. His throw was good. It was where it was supposed to be. It was just he threw it a hitch late, as JT describes it. So if you go back and watch that play specifically, Jordan takes his drop. He hitches. So basically just kind of hops and then he hops a second time and if he would have just hitched the one time and thrown it, it would have been a perfect ball. Um but JT says you just run out of club when you're when you hitch the second time on a deep post with the guy that runs a 4 340, right? So and that's what happened on that play. I think it was a good throw. It's just Jordan round Jordan Love ran a little bit out of, um, arm there in terms of getting that to Christian Watson and being able to lead him. And like I said, and I fully believe it, that if he would have just released it when JT O'Sullivan said that he's never been taught to, um, hitch twice on a deep post like that, you always just three or five, whatever your drop is, and then hitch once and throw. And he, he was just a little late and that's why it was underthrown. Um And then later that drive, I thought he did a really nice job of fitting one into Christian Watson on the very next play for eight yards, getting it to second and two. Then AJ Dillon gets a first down. Then AJ Dillon gets no yards on the next play. So it's second and goal at the 10 and Jordan Love throws an absolute dart into Jaden Reed and it, I mean, if you watch that from the back, like not directly behind the play, but the one the Fox broadcast had um, where it was kind of behind and to the right of Jordan Love and watch that, it, it's an incredible throw. Like it it is just ridiculous, the placement, the timing, the accuracy. the And he had to throw it hard because there was – like five guys there because Christian Watson appears to run the wrong route, right? Where he's um JT O'Sullivan thought he was supposed to be running a completely different route. It looked like when when you don't even know concepts in the NFL, it just looked like um yeah, there's not supposed to be another receiver there, right? That that receiver is not supposed to be there. Um and to me, If he's throwing it to Jaden Reed, I would assume the other receiver is wrong, Um, and in that case, Christian Watson. And actually, if you go back and watch, um, like on the All-22, you can go back and watch, and you can see when, as soon as Jordan released it to Jaden Reed, Christian Watson had his hands on his head like, oh my goodness, I messed that up. And then... He sees that he gets in the end zone And it worked out okay But that was his initial reaction Was to put his hands on his head Not over his head celebrating a touchdown But like oh my goodness I just messed that up Um, But they score anyways It was a fantastic throw Um, Then the Lions march down the field Seven plays, 73 yards And get a touchdown pass From Jared Goff to Sam Laporta And the kicker misses the extra point So it's 7-6 to And at this point you're like All right, Packers offense, you got to score 35 in this game to win it, right? Because you're like, oh boy, this offense is just going to march right down the field against this defense, and our offense just has to win a shootout if we're going to win this football game. Well, the Packers on their next drive, not as explosive as the first one. That was five plays, 75 yards. Now they go 10 plays, 75 yards, Um, but still a really good drive, some really good throws um, on second and six. Second play of the drive, Jordan Love has a great throw to Malik Heath on a little um, deep kind of over-the-ball comeback slash curl route. Um, I thought was a phenomenal throw off-platform, moving away from pressure, and put it um, not like right on Malik Heath, but he was purposely throwing it inside away from the cornerback that was covering Heath as he was on the outside. Um, the Packers get the first down on that play, and then – run the ball and then Jordan Love has to throw away due to pressure so then it's third and eight and he gets a not a nice ball not not a perfect one by any means to Christian Watson on the outside Christian Watson does a great job of going up catching the ball and then able to tap both of his feet to keep him in bounds as he's being pushed out Um, I think a better play by Christian Watson um, and a better throw would have made it a little easier but They get 9 on 3rd and 8, and they move the sticks. Next, um, Jordan Love passes to A.J. Dillon for 11 yards on the little check down um, in the flat, and A.J. Dillon makes a nice play to get some extra yards on that one. Then they do the Jaden Reed end around for 15 yards, and they get it down to the Detroit 18 now. And then Jordan Love passes to Christian Watson for 8 A.J. Dillon uh, gets a yard on a carry, and then Jordan Love on third and one from the nine. The Packers call a nice little play, a great play call by play call and play design by Matt LaFleur, and good execution by Tucker Craft. I think he's wide open, and he doesn't have to do much once he gets the ball. He doesn't have to make anyone miss or anything like that, but he does a great job of standing up against Aiden Hutchinson, making it really seem like he's trying to block him and then just throw him. <laughs> off of him to make sure he can get out in the flat in time and, and make a play. And that's what happened um, for the second touchdown of the game. Th- then two plays later, the Packers get, uh, Rashawn Gary gets the sack fumble. And Jonathan Owens returns it for a touchdown. And then the Packers miss an extra point. I think that is the first time the Packers lose out on points is this first missed um, extra point. Next drive, Packers, or the Lions have the ball. Jameer Gibbs gets five, then an incomplete pass, and then Carl Brooks causes a fumble Um, as Jared Goff is trying to scramble out of the pocket and get the first down. It is fumbled by Jared Goff. Again, Carl Brooks was making the play. He was able to recover it. Packers get the ball at the 23-yard line, and here is the second point where they left some points on the board. So they give the ball Jaden Reed on an end around. Doesn't work as well on this one. One yard. Um Jordan Love has to scramble out to the right, runs out of bounds. He only gets two yards. So now it's third and seven. They get six on this play. And here is another moment where you know you're throwing this to Tucker Kraft and it just feels like and and JTO Sullivan did a really good job of this. So they're basically running crossers everywhere to try to create natural picks for the man-to-man coverage, right? So Tucker Craft is running across the field from the offense's right to the left, and then you have Jaden Reed and Christian Watson running from left to right. So you're just trying to create traffic so the defender has to run around and try to get through it, and it gives Tucker Craft enough time to turn that upfield and get the first down. But the picks don't work. They, they don't make him run at all around anyone. He just is able to make a beeline right to the spot. It wasn't even to Tucker Craft. It was right to the spot where he knew he had to make the play. Um, and they get him a yard short. So now it's the end of the first quarter. They come back, and it's miscommunication. Jordan Love, A.J. Dillon run into each other on what is supposed to be a dive play um, on fourth and one to move the ball and try to get some extra, you know, try They're trying to get in the end zone, right? Um, they just got a fumble. They're in plus territory. I know a lot of the people I was watching the game with thought they should just kick the field goal. I liked the aggressiveness to go for it. Um, I just don't love the result. Obviously I think at this point, I think you can just quarterback sneak it. I think you can do some other things, but if you're going to run it, you got to execute properly. Um, I believe it is, been said by a few different people that it was AJ Dillon that ran the wrong way um but I don't know I guess I don't know for sure on that but someone was wrong either Jordan Love or AJ Dillon was wrong on that play and it was it was one of those things that you're like man (laughs) the Packers just went wanted to go for it like I said I liked that idea you're already up big this is a good team you're playing against let's go get the points right so they try to go get the points and they just the execution isn't there and that's one of the things with this team obviously a young team the execution has been not great all season um, it's starting to look a little bit better but there's still moments and this is one of them that all of a sudden if you just kick it you get your three points right it's 23 to six um, you get a field goal later in the in the half your next drive actually you get a field goal and then it's 26. And then, you know, you obviously get a touchdown um, later there in the um, second half that, you know, gets you to 30 plus. Then at that point, uh, 32, obviously, with some of the missed field goal or missed extra points and things, you'll kind of have to decipher what the Packers would have done in that situation. But, um, you know, you're looking at a 30 plus point game if you're just able to get this first down. And all it is is just making that defender have to belly out by a yard and Tucker craft gets the first down. It was just one of those things that like you expect to make that work. And it just didn't happen on that one. And then the, the AJ Dylan Jordan love running into each other was frustrating and, a point where you're up twenty to six at this point, and you're like, oh boy, are they going to figure this out to win this or or not? Um, because points there would have been huge. A touchdown there would have essentially put the game away, and um, in, in early in the second quarter, but that does not happen. Next drive, the Lions go eight plays for thirty four yards. They end up having to punt. Packers get the ball at the fourteen yard line. They're able to move it sixty two yards. Very nice job on this drive. Um, A.J. Dillon, the first play of the drive, had that you know little hurdle where he gets hit in midair and keeps going for 22. Um, they, the Lions get a penalty. Then we run the ball. It's second and three. We get seven yards from a pass to Romeo Dobbs. Um, kind of keep moving the ball up the field with short plays, and then Jordan Love has a deep ball, quote-unquote kind of intermediate ball there, um, for 16 yards to Romeo Dobbs. Um, and then Patrick Taylor gets five yards, then an incomplete pass to Jaden Reed, incomplete to Christian Watson. And these, um, now I can't remember for sure, but, um, there was a play. I know the Christian Watson one I'm thinking of is later in the game. Um, and I think the Jaden Reed one, yeah, this is not the Jaden Reed play I was thinking of. So, um, that was one of those things that um, they just weren't able to move the ball there anymore, but they were able to get the 43-yard field goal. The Packers turn the Lions over on downs, um, and then the Packers go five plays, 15 yards, and a punt. And then Lions go three plays, negative five yards, and a punt. But we get the ball back with five seconds at the four, Detroit 45, so on um, the Detroit side of the field. We get 11 yards, Jaden Reed in four seconds, call the timeout, and we get a chance, pretty difficult one, but a chance for a field goal. Um, Anders got just about all of it into it and on a 63 yard field goal, comes up just short. They catch it like leaning over the end line, so he just missed it in terms of um, his leg power on that kick. Um, but then, you know, we go into half 23 to 6. Lions come out, score on a 7-play, seven 72-yard touchdown drive, 23-14. Packers punt on 6 plays. Then they turn the Lions over on downs. Um, and this was the questionable <laughs> uh, go-for-it, a punt fake, 4th-and-4 at your own 26 if you're Detroit. Um, then the Packers are able to score 3 plays, 23 yards, and a touchdown. And that's the nice Uh, Christian Watson touchdown beautiful ball from Jordan Love beautiful job by Christian Watson going up and getting it Um, great not that that was a big drive and they didn't really do much in the second half in terms of offense which is kind of the opposite of what they had been doing Um, and you'd like to see this you know be able to score one more touchdown in the second half to ice this game Um, but they were just unable to do it. Then the Lions end up fumbling um, on another Jared Goff sack. It was really going to be a turnover on downs anyways because it was 4th and 7. Rashawn Gary gets the sack fumble. The Packers end up having to punt it. They don't do much with it. 5 plays, 13 yards. Then the Lions turn it over on downs in Packer territory, actually at the in the red zone at the 12-yard line, but they're down 2 touchdowns. They need to score, so they... Go for it. They don't get it. The Packers ended up punting. And this is um, one of the drives here where Jordan Love throws it to Christian Watson on this drive. And their feet get tangled up. I thought it was pass interference, but they say the feet get tangled up. Um, I thought that was a pretty perfect ball. And if that scores, there, the game's over at that point. Um, there was another play actually on the previous drive. I forgot to mention it. Um on third and five, the Packers have the ball at the Detroit forty-three. There's twelve minutes left in the game. Jordan Love passes right to Jaden Reed. It's not a perfect ball, a little bit, you know, outstretched arms. It, but it hits Jaden Reed right in the hands. He's able to get to the ball and like have it hit him right in the hands. Um, again, it's not the easiest catch in the world or anything like that, but. I would think Jaden Reed would tell you he has to have that ball, and if he has that ball, he's catching that at, like, I want to say, like, the 20-yard line, and the closest guy to him is behind him, like, two or three yards off. So if he's able to keep going, like, he's got a chance to score. I don't think he probably scores, but all of a sudden you catch that pass and it's first and 10 from the 15 or whatever it ends up being, and you have a good chance – at the very least, you have a good chance to get three points, um, but you might score seven there and ice the game at that point. So um, that was a missed, and then the whether it was pass interference or not, um, I thought that was a good ball from Jordan Love, just we got to stay up in the air, or that's got to be called a penalty. I know if their feet truly got tangled, that's really no one's fault, but um, those two plays, all of a sudden, <laughs> if those two plays connect – and you're looking at another two touchdowns from the Packers. They dropped 40 on this Lions team. That would be crazy, right? Um, so it, it's just one of those things like that in the first half, that play to Tucker Craft that I said, um, you know, they weren't able to quite get the pick on the defender and they don't get the first down. And then the catastrophe of the fir- the fourth down call and play and execution of that play um, where they don't get the one yard that they need that play combined with the Jaden reed play where i thought it was a good enough ball that Jaden reed needs to catch that it could have been better from jordan love no doubt about it but Jaden reed needs to catch that ball um and that would have gotten more points on the board at the very least it's three in both of those situations so that's an additional six points you're looking at 35 and then the christian watson if if that if their feet don't get tangled up that's a touchdown and then you have an additional 7 points there. So you're adding on 13. You're up to 42 points uh, for this Packers team. In That would have felt like what this game was, in my mind. It did not feel 29-22. to 22. This was an explosive game for the Packers offensively and defensively. Yes, they allowed quite a few yards. Um, but they got off the field when they needed to. And because they were up by so much... The Lions were forced to go for it multiple times. If you look at this, it's kind of ridiculous how many times turnover on downs occurred. um, Or fumbles or turnover on downs for the Lions. So Two fumbles to start, and then they had a turnover on downs, and another turnover on downs, a fumble... Turnover on downs and then a touchdown to end the game. They had five drives that ended in fumbles or turnover on downs. So it's just one of those things that, like, the Packers made the play when they needed to, type of thing, even though they did allow the Lions to move up and down the field, especially in that second half. Um, And then the Lions were down by so much they needed to go for it on fourth down, and then the Packers made the play when they needed to. So I thought overall, you know, this offense performed very, very well, and they're two or three plays, like I mentioned, that turn this from 29, 22 to 42 to 22. Um, and that's kind of what this game felt like. It felt like a three possession game. Um, I know for a while there was only one possession in the third quarter when the lions come out and score, get to 14 and it's 14 to 23. I guess that's not one possession, but you know, it's, it's a close game, right? And all of a sudden you know, the Packers score two drives later, and then it just feels out of reach for the Lions, especially with the fourth down um, stops that the Packers get. And it's just an incredible game overall with the Packers winning a huge one in Detroit on Thanksgiving. Um, Just an incredible, incredible moment and game for these Packers. Um, I loved the I think this might be the first time that I remember. Maybe they've ran it a couple times. um, Or maybe they just had to hand it off every time. But the zone read on third and one with, what, five minutes, six minutes left in the game, whatever it was, they call that and Jordan Love gets 30. I thought he could have kept running for an additional. I get it, you don't want to get hit and anything like that. But I thought he could have ran for an additional 10 yards and then gotten down. Um, And then maybe that, again, changes the amount of points that they get, right? If Jordan Love runs for an additional 10 yards, he gets to the Detroit 32. And now we are, you know, you give yourself an opportunity for a legit, you know, 49-yard field goal, which that's definitely in the range compared to a 59-yard field goal. Um, so, like, that could have put it away too. You know, there's there's just these few plays here and there. But overall, that's exciting, Right, that there's still meat left on the bone, that they can score more points. It wasn't like scrapping and crawling and everything possible is going right for them. No, they still miss plays, but they still drop 29. And if it wasn't for missed field goals, or maybe not the field goals, but maybe the point after try where you don't have to go for um, two later in the game or whatever the situation is, you know... All of a sudden it's 31 you know there there's just a lot of points left on the board right where you're dropping 30 on the lions and there's still a few plays where like i said the jane reed the tucker craft like there's plays that they could have had a lot more points in this game um, and it's just that's exciting that's a good thing um, obviously you don't want that every single time but it like i said it feels better when there's plays left out on the field than everything going perfectly and absolutely nothing going wrong, and then that's how you score 30 points, right? No, there were still plays on the field to be had, there were still points left on the field, and they still scored 29. So a great, great performance from this offense um, as a whole, obviously knowing the defense did score one of the touchdowns. Looking at the overall stats, they were able to get 377 yards. Lions actually get more yards. They get 464. Um, they did have the ball more. They had more total plays by a lot. The Packers had 54 plays. Lions had 78, so the defense was out on the field a ton. But, like I said, the defense made plays when they needed to, Um but overall I just thought a very, very solid performance from Jordan Love. One or two throws away from a absolutely phenomenal performance. Like I said, if he hits Christian Watson on that one where his feet get tangled up and his feet just don't get tangled up, I think they do complete that touchdown pass. And then the Jaden Reed one where that could have gone for 25 or that could have gone for like 45 and a touchdown. So just two plays there, you know, there's, these small things. Um, and that's important that they're all small things. I'm very, very excited about this team. Um, I still don't know, you know, what to expect moving forward. You know, are they going to compete with the chiefs or are they going to completely not show up? You know, we got to see this offense perform and this is a really good test coming up because the chief's offense hasn't been the chief's offense that we've come to expect the last what four or five years. That's not that it's not that offense. They have not been that offense this year, but this defense has been legit. So it's going to be a test for this young offense, and I'd like to see them go out and score some points against this Chiefs defense. Because if you go out and score 24, 28, that makes it difficult for this Chiefs offense because they just haven't been sound this year. I know Patrick Mahomes could easily go drop 45 on us, but that just hasn't been what they've been able to do this year so far. So if this offense continues to play well as they have the last couple weeks, I think this could be a game that the Packers are very competitive competitive in, and if they keep it to a one-score game late in the game, obviously you can come out with a win in that situation. So that's what we're looking for coming into next week against the Chiefs on Sunday night football. Very, very excited to watch that game. Um, and make sure... you keep your eyes here on spotify on whatever podcasting app you listen to because we'll be back to recap that more in the rest of the season but until then and as always go pack go